This episode of Sound Detectives is presented by Half Price Books. In fact, that's exactly where I am right now. I devoured my last book, and so I'm ready for a new one. This time I think I'm in the mood for something with a bit of adventure. Let's see, science fiction, graphic novels, historical fiction... At Half Price Books, there are so many different stories to choose from. There's an endless world to explore within the store itself, from music to movies, comics, games, even toys, and, of course, books. Because a good book can take you anywhere you want to go. (laughs) Ha ha! Thanks to Half Price Books, I think I found the perfect story. Stay tuned. His sings are missing. This calls for a certain team to solve this mystery. Sound detectives. Hunch knows the ropes got his start on the street. Sound detectives. I'm Audie the ear here with heart and feet. Sound detectives. A detective duet who are ready to get the world back on track. The world back its soundtrack. The bar is counting on us two to return every splash, every crash, and doodle do. Every splat, every zap, every chomp, every chew. Every ring, every ding, every mew, every pew. What's that sound? Detectives. detective might not have the chops of someone who's been around the block. But you should never underestimate a hungry newcomer with a sharp ear and an even sharper wit. With Audie on the scene, these mean streets won't know what hit them. There's a new ear in town and the sounds are good. What's that sound? It's me, Audie. The ear. <laughs> oh, uh, uh. oh, Audie, I didn't know you had it in you. Uh, just trying the whole monologue thing on for size. <laughs> well, you sound like you know what you're doing. I guess I've taught you a thing or two, huh? Hey, why don't I give you a chance to really show what you've got? This next sound, why don't you lead our investigation? Wow, Hunch, you mean it? Uh, I'm honored. I mean, uh, we don't even know what the sound is. What if they're all underwater? I don't even know if I can swim. Hey, hey, Audie. Hey, you take those negative thoughts and you put them in a box and you stash that box somewhere else. Oh, uh, yeah, you're right. Okay. All right. Oh, oh, wait. Hold on a minute. Uh-huh. Do you hear that? Turn that up. Ooh, the newscast? Yeah, turn up the newscast, Audie. This just in. Authorities have caught a break in the case of the sound swindler. A piece of computer circuitry was found at the location of a missing sound, and investigators believe it may be part of a device used to remove the sounds from their... See? Someone out there is working our case, finding clues and getting closer to capturing the sound swindler. We can return sounds all day, but more will go missing as long as the swindler is on the loose. We've got to work on finding them. We should start by quizzing your boss about why he's been able to locate the sounds. Hunch, he already said he doesn't have any connection to the swindler. Lavar is opening a museum to share sounds with the world in a new beautiful way. Here's your first tip of the day. Everyone is a suspect. Everyone. 
that means you could be the sound swindler. Well, now I suspect you. I suspected you first. It's suspicious just how suspicious you are of my suspicion. Hmm, sounds like something the sound swindler would say, hunch. Look, Adi, I don't like to waste time. I wouldn't want to interrogate LeVar unless I thought it could lead to information. We need information. Sure, maybe he can tell us more about where the sounds came from, but he's not a suspect, right? I mean, look, we got a voicemail from him right now. Good morning, Detective Hunch. Audie, just saw the latest report. Looks like the sound swindler is getting sloppy. Pay no attention to him. I mean, them. Just focus on the task at hand. Operation Identify the Missing Sounds is still in play. And more important than ever, the success of my Museum of Sound depends on it. And yes... Well, of course, there's the small matter of the world going silent, but still, my museum. Oh, Audie, our life-size bronze sculptures arrived this morning. Wow, these are magnificent. Solid as a rock. I cannot wait for you to see them unveiled at the grand opening, which is in exactly 17 days, 14 hours, and 23 minutes. Better not waste another second. So, you know, what is it with this guy? He's always leaving voicemails. You know, I'd love to just sit down and have a little chat with him. He's very busy. He's preparing for the opening of his museum. He's too busy to sit at a table across from me while I turn on a bright lamp and ask him some serious questions? Yeah. Hmm. We need to focus, Hunch. Here, LeVar sent the new mystery sound over in a sandwich bag. Maybe you're right. Maybe you're wrong, but something is telling me to stay vigilant. All right, I'll just crinkly uh, open this little sandwich bag. And here comes the sound. Oh, that's a goose. Okay, okay, we're going to do this, and I'm going to lead us, and we're going to get this sound back by dinner time. Yep. Um, okay, yep, I have it, and I know how to do it. Uh, okay, going to describe the sound sharp, high-pitched, which means sort of like, ouch, in the back of my ear. So high up there, but not like a beautiful instrument, more like a goose. It wasn't a goose hunch. Okay. If it was a goose, we would have had the swoosh. Um, okay. Um, all right, it's like this. A little bit more like a yeah, something breaking, something moving. I got this. I got this. I got this. Yeah, you got this. You got this. You can do this all on your own. In fact, you don't need help from me at all. Right. Yeah, you you, you go focus on that, and I might focus on something else. Like, hypothetically, maybe that piece of computer circuitry that was left behind at the crime scene very suspiciously. That doesn't make a lot of sense, does it? Unless, unless it was computer-related. Like, hmm, maybe they were using computers to, I don't know. You know, this reminds me a lot of a computer-related mystery that I solved back in the day. Yeah, a lot of apps were going missing from people's phones. Oh, no, Hunch. Sliding right off the screen. Ah, what a mystery that was. People would try to check the weather, or they'd try to check the traffic, and that app would just disappear. Yeah. That's terrible. Turns out it was a really good hacker, really, really greasy-handed hacker was slipping in there, stealing apps off of phones. What a dirty trick. Dirty trick, but I solved it. It took months and months of me scouring every inch of the Internet. It was very modern, very newfangled. 
took a real, real good detective to solve that mystery. I'll tell you what. Uh, uh yeah, Hunch. Um, and I'm super impressed, as always, with with your accomplishments in the past. But I'm not sure how we got on this computer train. I mean, we need to get the sound back, and you said I could be lead. So I think the most logical thing to do now is to assess our information once more by listening to the sound once again. So here I go, opening the sandwich bag. It's like a bunch of whistles trying to tune at once, but they're stuck in toffee. Ooh, okay. Uh, Let's see. Um, I'm going to try to do some close listening here. That's the kind of listening that only us true detectives understand. Mm. You have to isolate your senses so that they can stand on their own. Close your eyes. Plug your nose. Ground your feet. Hmm, and let's hear it again one more time to see if anything pops up now that we've isolated. Something churning, walking downwards. Many sounds at once. Gears grinding, perhaps. Sounds sort of scary. It's giving me the chills on the back of my neck. Yeah, there was an odd sensation I was feeling in that moment. A feeling like no other. A feeling like when you see lightning strike behind an old spooky mansion. You know, the kind you find at the end of a long dirt road. Sure, the kids say it's haunted, but you know better. You don't believe in that kind of mischief. You just know there's something to be found. So you open that creaky, creaky, high-pitched door. You shuttle through the cobwebs to get to the center of things. And I'm not just talking about the foyer. Oh, zing, Artie. Wow, you know what, Artie? That's a great idea. It might be a haunted mansion. There might be something in a haunted mansion. Oh, you want to come with me? You have an idea of where one is? No, but I, I think you've got this. J- just based on that noir monologue that you gave alone, Artie, I think you've got this in the back. Yeah, that's right. Thanks, Hunch. Yeah, I really think you could do this on your own, Artie. You don't need my help at all. Okay. Yeah, I'm ready to start this lead. Yeah, yeah, you're ready to start this lead, ready to uncover some things. That's right. And you don't need my help one bit. Not for now. Not for now, and not, not, I think, not for all day. Really? Not for all day? Not for, I think, honestly, this, you could be gone all day, and maybe I'll be somewhere else. Okay, yeah, I'll start today. No day but. Here we go. A good detective pulls at every thread. And it seems there was one thread left to pull to unravel this mystery. Who is this elusive sound swindler? There are clues to find, and I want to be the one to find them. All right, here I am at this old, scary house. Nothing to be afraid of. Totally in control. (laughs) Oh, and now to investigate if the creaks of this door are like the creaks of the sound. Hmm. Except the front door's already open. Huh. But nobody lives here. Huh. But maybe someone's inside. Huh. No, I'm sure it was just the wind. I'm sure that's all it is. Okay. And, oh, wow. This would have been quite the scene back in its heyday. A beautiful spiral staircase leading up from the foyer. But, well, I don't think I can... Let me see. Nope. (laughs) Can't walk up those stairs. Oh, there's a little creak. Little creak of the floorboard, little creak of the stairs. 
All right. Well, there's definitely some creaks here to listen to and investigate. Not a bad clue. <laughs> um, oh, just as long as I don't fall through some of these creaky floors into, um, you know, a basement of untold depths. Um, no, I just, uh, I really want to try out a door. That was what I had in my head. Okay, perfect. Any old door in this place probably creaks. I'll just use this one at the end of the hallway. Okay, okay, uh -huh. But what's on the other side of this door? Once I open it, I won't be able to unsee it. Ah, you know, this might not be haunted, but it sure is scary, and it is getting dark. I wonder why Hunch would let me come here by myself just one three-foot, five-inch here. Um, nope, it's because he thought I could handle it. That's right, I'm ready to investigate. Ready to investigate. Ready to investigate by opening this bat! Bat! A bat grazed me! Oh, I've been grazed by a bat! There's only two versions of me, the one who was not grazed by a bat, and now the one who has been grazed by a bat. <gasps> okay, that's all right. We can do this. Let's just open this door and then we can get out of here. We'll make the creek, get the swoosh, give yourself... Okay, there's the creek. Oh, that's a tiny creek. And if I'm being honest, that's a smaller creek than the floorboards. These are nice little whistly creeks, but they're not the mystery sound and I know it. Hey, that's all right. We found sounds in the past by building off the clues we hear from other sounds. Focus, Audie. Think back to the mystery sound. Well... The creeks are way louder, they're way bigger, and they're more mechanical, not just one little joint. Right? Is that even right? It felt right at first when I said it, but then when I heard myself say it, it felt less right. Mm, it really helps when you can say it and Hunch can go, there's something to that. Oh, I feel a lot more confident when Hunch is next to me saying things sound right, but it's just me saying things sound right, I'm not sure how right they are. Oh... Oh, I tried it on my own and it didn't work out. All that I got was cobwebs in my face and grazed by a bat. Oh, time to go back to the office and circle up with Hunch. Maybe I'm not ready to do this by myself after all. We'll be right back. Welcome back to our adventure with Half Price Books. Today, I'm reading a story that takes place somewhere you can't find on a map. Ooh, sorry. Excuse me. The roads are so crowded with vendors. You know, it must be market day here. You hear that? Fanfare. Something exciting must be about to happen. Maybe it has something to do with that night that just went by. Where am I? Is that a castle? <laughs> Whoa. Okay, I love being in the thick of things, but I'd better head on out of here before I end up being in the middle of a jousting tournament. At Half Price Books, stories can take you anywhere you want to go. Now, let's get back to the episode. Buddy, buddy, welcome back. How did it go? Terribly. I got grazed by a bat, and I'm still getting cobwebs out of my lobe. Oh, grazed by a bat. We've all been there, but that's not the worst thing. It wasn't the mystery sound at all. It was just a tiny, tiny creak. All I did was get scared and discouraged. I don't know. 
good at this after all. Audie, put a smile on that canal. I can't, Hunch. What if you see what a terrible job I did and then you never let me take the lead again? Hey, 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 hey. Uh, hey. What? Hey. You what? cut that out. What? I just want to go over here and kick rocks. Oh, you don't talk about my partner that way, okay? Okay. You've done a great job, you know? And, you know, sometimes you can feel a little helpless. Yeah? You really think so? Yeah, but not everything's bad. I don't know. I think maybe everything's bad. You know, trying is what's important. I'm not a good detective. I didn't help anyone. I'm just a little helpless here. I'm so small. Everyone's always looking down on me. Literally, because I'm only three feet, five inches. And it's just no use. I mean, I don't know what I was thinking. Why would anyone take a walking, talking ear who's so tiny? Why would they ever take him seriously at all? Audie, you know what you need? You know what it's time for? Mm. Oh, I can't believe I finally get to do this. Only if you do it, Hunch. Are you ready? Yeah. Waxing on ears, waxing on ears. Time to get your ears waxed. We're waxing on ears. I loved it, honestly. Oh, thank you so much. And keep that chin up, or, or lobe up, whatever it is. Don't worry about being small because you'll never stop growing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, see, you're tiny for now, but our outer ear continues to get bigger throughout our lifetime. That's right. Yeah, did you know that many parts of our bodies actually shrink as we age? Wait, I didn't know that. Oh, but our noses and our ears, Audie, appear to get bigger. You're right. And that's because they're mostly made of cartilage. Cartilage is a special tough tissue. It's strong and flexible. We have cartilage in our joints between our bones, and that's why we can bend our arms and legs. We also have cartilage in our ears, and that's why we can take our ear and bend it. Watch this, honey. Look at you, bending me! (laughs) It's incredible. You're like a little origami swan. Some researchers believe that the reason ears get bigger with age is that cartilage continues to grow. Others believe that gravity causes ears to sag over time, making them look bigger than they really are. You know, Audie, don't worry. You still have lots of growing to do. You're right, Hunch. Thanks. Look, Audie, I know you've been second-guessing yourself, and it must have been very scary to be grazed by that bat, and it must have been very sad to realize you were wrong, but you can't be right unless you've been wrong. You know, that's part of the process. Part of the process? Mm. Um... I guess that kind of makes sense. And hey, Audie, don't worry, because I've been wrong before, too. No. Oh, yes. I mean, there was a time that I thought the cat burglar was a dog. (laughs) That didn't make any sense. There was a time that I thought a sinkhole was a puddle and I jumped right in. Ooh, ouch. They had to call the National Guard to scoop me up. I'll never forget when bonsai trees were disappearing from Professor Littletree's bonsai farm. Turns out it was a golden eagle ripping them apart to build a nest. Oh, boy, I made a lot of wrong guesses before I got to the right answer on that one. Made a lot of enemies along the way. Accused a lot of very powerful people of stealing bonsai trees. Turns out, it was a bird. Yeah, you're right, Hunch. You have to build upon what you learn from your wrong guesses so you can get it right in the end. Beautifully put, Audie. So let's try to think. Let's think about uh, what you learned from your visit to the spooky haunted mansion. Okay, let's see. Um, well, I still can get a shiver down my spine when I think about that bat. But I was looking for creeks. There were creeks all over. None of the creeks were exactly the same. And when I finally got to a creaky door, it was a similar high-pitched sound like what Mm. I was after. 
but I sort of felt like the sound was more mechanical than that. Oh, that's that. good. That's good, Audie. Like it sounded like a machine, mm. a big machine, not a small door hinge. And a machine that maybe bends like a door hinge. Right, something that bends and moves. Hmm. Can you think of a big old machine like that? It's got to be big old. I can, Audie. What about an excavator on a construction site? Tell me what that is. Oh, it's a big old arm and it scoops out dirt like this. Scoopy. Can you see my arm doing a yeah. scoop, Audie? It's just like this. Oh, yeah, it could be that. You know what? I noticed that a construction crew's been working on a building down the street. It's actually kind of annoying. Uh, every time I walk past it, I bump into one of the machines and I scuff my little penny loafers. And you love those loafers. I love my loafers, Adi. Hey, you know what? Let's go check it out. All right. No gum required. You can still chew gum if you want, honey. What? Gum is for not just planes? Gum is for any time you want to chew gum. Gum is for any time you want to chew gum. What a wonderful time to be alive. Okay, Adi, let's cross the street and take a look, shall we? All right, here we go. Oh, 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 oh. Remember to look both ways. Oh, of course. Right, left. Left, right. Right again. Left again. Here we go. We're all clear. <laughs> you know, after this case, we might have to celebrate. You think? Yeah, we're going to celebrate with ice cream once we solve this one. Oh, Hunch, I've heard ice cream is amazing. Can we really? Oh, you're going to love it. Oh, wow, even more motivation to solve this one. <laughs> Oh, this is, uh, there's a lot of big yellow machines. Yeah, much more than I thought there were. Everywhere I look, there's diggers, there's movers, there's shakers, there's quakers. Sorry, I don't know the technical terms. No, I terms. think that's pretty much it. I don't really know them either. You know, Adi, I can't stop thinking about the piece of circuitry they mentioned on the newscast. Uh-huh. How it was left behind at that crime scene. Hmm, I don't know, Hunch. Yeah, yeah, since... Since circuitry is part of a computer, what if a computer was used to take the sounds? And and what if the computer was programmed to work on its own? What if the sound swindler didn't even have to be there? Well, what do you think, Adi? Oh, sorry, Hunch. I've just been marveling at this enormous excavator. Oh, whoa, long crane with a big old bucket and it digs in the dirt. Oh, wow. I wish I could listen to it, but there's so many sounds out here. Uh, I can't tell if the excavator's making sounds or not. People are walking around. Whoa, careful. They're moving a beam. Watch out, Audie. Watch yourself. Oh, I mean, they're bringing in a giant wrecking ball. And, and, oh, look out. Lots of people with hard hats, and they're organizing their tools, and they're yelling and talking. I can't tell if this excavator's making any of this sound or if all of these sounds are mixing together. I think the sound's definitely mechanical, Audie. Uh, let's see. Hmm, okay. Let's move aside now that they're rolling this scaffolding past us. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's just try to find a slightly quieter corner to collect our thoughts. Oh, this is much better. All right, we know it's mechanical. Thanks, Hunch. I do think that part is right. You know, a lot of these sounds sound like they're, well, they sound like they're building something. Mm. I can hear them moving to create something. They're pushing things. They're carrying things. But I feel like our sound was More like something was being crushed. More like something was being discarded. It was being tossed aside. It was being thrown away. It was being trashed. Trashed? Huh. Oh, I think that could be it. Oh, I think it could be a garbage truck. (gasps) Let's quick, let's listen to the original sound again. Um, uh, uh, It's still a little loud. Can we uh, cocoon in your trench coat? Yeah, yeah, I'm going to throw a trench coat over us. We'll just cocoon real quick. Okay. And open the sandwich bag again. There you go. That's much better. 
It's opening. It's high pitched. It's careening. It's moving probably that trash can up to its belly. I assume that's what they call yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, the garbage truck belly. And now it's moving it down. I think that's it. I think. And if you think it too. I think it too. Will you say it with me, Hunch? All righty, bud. A, A garbage, garbage truck. truck. Oh. As smooth as ever, that sax. Nothing smoother than getting a sound return. Wow. Beverly Beekman coming to you live with a special report on the missing sound situation. Trash Day has been incomplete without the classic clanging and banging of the garbage truck. I never thought I'd be so happy to hear a garbage truck in New York City again. (laughs) I'm joined here today by two people affected by this missing sound. Do you mind introducing yourselves? My name is Nicole Doe's. My name's Anthony Inone, and we work for the New York City Department of Sanitation. The New York City Department of Sanitation is an organization of people who come together to pick up 24 million pounds of trash and recycling from the streets of New York City every single day. 24 million pounds. That's amazing. Nicole, I know I've missed the rattling and clanging of garbage trucks. Break it down for us. What are we actually hearing when we hear a garbage truck pass by? Some of the sounds you might hear on one of our collection trucks is, of course, the sound of our hopper cycling, which is when the big arm in the back of the truck sweeps up all the garbage and pushes it to the inside of the collection truck in order to fit as much garbage as possible. Ah, squishing it back, packing it in. What other sounds do you hear on the trucks? Some of the sounds that you might hear when your truck is getting full of garbage and it won't be able to hold anymore is like a loud squealing or almost a banging noise. So you'll start to hear that when the garbage has been compressed to its maximum capacity and you just can't fit any more inside. Ooh, that squeal. Tell me about the actual garbage pickup. What's the funniest thing you've ever found in the trash? The funniest thing I've ever seen in the garbage was a clothing mannequin. Just fully dressed, outside on the curb, ready to get thrown into the back of the hopper. With a little uh, sticky note on its forehead that said, I am garbage. That's a little bit spooky. I bet garbage pickup is an everyday adventure. How did you get into this line of work? Uh, I became a sanitation worker because it runs in my family. My dad, my uncle, and many of my cousins are sanitation workers also. And we really love that as a family, we're able to keep New York City clean, safe, and healthy. For anyone else out there who dreams of riding along on one of your trucks, do you have to be a clean and tidy person to become a sanitation worker? Anthony? Um, no. No, uh, I'm a fly-by-the-seat-of-my-pants kind of person. Okay. Uh, no, I'm not, not, not really a neat freak. Nicole is, though. Oh, yeah? <laughs> Nicole? 
So I love keeping things organized and I love to see things clean. So to be able to take that personality trait and reflect that out onto the streets of New York, I know that I made a big difference in not only my own life because I live here in New York City, but in the lives of the other people who live here too. Thanks, Nicole, and thanks, Anthony. This has been a special report for Major News. New message from LeVar Burton. Another sound mystery in the can. Well done, detectives. You certainly got your hands dirty with this one. I'm especially grateful this sound has been restored. My last invention went a little haywire and made a real mess of things. Parts were flying all over the place. There was a lot to clean up and even more to dispose of. Still sweeping up that mess now. And without the screeching of the garbage truck's machinery to alert me, I kept missing the trash pickup. You know what? I think I'll add the sound of garbage trucks to my museum. Yeah, that idea doesn't stink at all. But you know what does? That rotten sound swindler. I bet they left that piece of machinery behind on purpose to throw people off their scent. It was an obvious decoy. No need to investigate it any further. Let's stick with sounds, shall we? Oh, and before I forget, Hunch, I know you've had some questions for me lately. I've just been so busy preparing for the grand opening. I'm sure our paths will cross soon enough. Sweet dreams, detective. I'll have more sounds to share in the morning. Sound good to you? Sounds great to me. Look at that, Audie. You were really down in the dumps earlier, but it turns out the dumps are exactly what you need. There you go, Hunch. Yeah. You know, sometimes taking a leap and following a lead and even making the wrong guess can send you in the right direction. It's all about trusting the process, rule number 68. That's right. Trust the process, and you're right, too, in your beautiful version of waxing on ears. I'm still learning, and after all, still growing. It's tough to believe in yourself when self-doubt starts to creep in. Do you know what's creepier than that creepy house? No. Self-doubt. Just part of growing. Sometimes it gets in there, and you just have to learn to talk yourself back out. And it comes with time, Adi. You know, I've learned to trust myself and my instincts over the years. And there have been a lot of years, Adi. Aw, don't talk about my partner that way. And you know what? My instinct is telling me that there's more to LeVar's story. Oh, Hunch. I don't know. I think that's another one of those wrong guesses that's going to lead you to the right answer. But you know what the only right answer is right now? Digging into this ice cream. Yum, yum. Boy, it's cold. Oh, I didn't know it'd be this cold. Oh, it's freezing, Adi. You can't eat it so fast. Oh. How did you fit the entire container? Eardrum freeze. Oh, eardrum freeze. Eardrum freeze. Eardrum freeze. Ooh. Ooh. Mmm, but delicious. Mm Mmm, butter brickle. Ooh, great choice, Hunch. Stick around after the credits for another sound mystery. I think you might be the perfect person to help me solve it. Sound Detectives features the voices of Jessica McKenna, Vinnie Thomas, and yours truly, LeVar Burton. This episode also features Nicole Doze and Anthony Inone. Our newscaster is voiced by Julia Smith. Additional production support from Manolo Morales. Special thanks to the New York City Department of Sanitation. 
This episode was written by Julia Smith, Joanna Sokolowski, and Isabel Redmond Dolce, and produced by Julia Smith and Joanna Sokolowski. Additional dialogue is by Jess McKenna and Vinnie Thomas. Our story editing is by Josephine Martirana and John Delore, with additional story editing by Matt Powers. Our sound design, engineering, mixing, and additional original music is by Brendan Burns. With additional sound design by Tamika Weatherspoon. Our managing producer is Tamika Weatherspoon, and our associate producer is Talon Stradley. Original theme music by Adam Dybert and Jessica McKenna. And our artwork is by Aaron Nestor. Sound Detectives was created by Julia Smith and Joanna Sokolowski. Our executive producers are Josephine Martirana for Stitcher, LeVar Burton, Isabel Redmond Dolce, and Sangeeta Patel for LeVar Burton Entertainment, and Julia Smith and Joanna Sokolowski. Thanks to you and the Solve All Squad, we were able to figure out the mystery sound from the last episode. Let's take one more listen. And you helped us identify that sound as crushing a can. You know, I should have gotten that one. I am the resident can crusher in our house. It's my job to take all of the cans and boxes and break them down for the recycling and then put them in the bin for the trucks to take. But now, it's time for our next mystery sound. Ooh, that... It sounds like like air rushing, like, like moving really fast. Well, I'm stumped, but I bet you know what it is. Need some help? Visit SoundDetectivesPodcast.com for a peek at Detective Solval's handbook. We'll reveal the answer next episode, along with a brand new sound for you to solve. Sound good to you? Sounds great to me. This episode of Sound Detectives was presented by Half Price Books. You know, books always take me to unexpected places. I didn't expect to be in the company of kings and queens. Half Price Books understands the importance of helping kids discover their love of reading from an early age with stories and adventures that take kids to places they've never been before. Learn more and find your local Half Price Books at hpb.com. And thank you to Half Price Books for sponsoring this episode of Sound Detectives. Stitcher. 